Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, you, you were, were playing a game. Us, yeah, you were playing a game. Am I playing a game? Talk about it. That's what we do. Oh. Oh, I was just saying that uh, I've been playing this game called Lethal Company lately with some pals. Um, hmm. Basically, you, you work for the company and you are sent to distant moons to go scavenge for supplies and scrap. And then bring it back to the company and, and sell it, essentially. Um, but it's like a survival horror game. And whenever Ooh. you enter into different environments, your voice changes to match the environment. So like when you're in a, a large metal building, you sound like you're like further away, echoing around the room. And it's That's hilarious. Cool. Uh, or if you go underwater and you try to talk, you just everybody above just hears... <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. It's amazing. It's great. That's some good. Anyway, I was, I was just saying that's what you two sound like to me right now. Oh my god! Uh, (laughs) Ha ha! It's because we talked at the same time. We were being very. We were doing a sound check. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. In fact, does anybody need to warm up and get ready for? Fred fed Ted Red's dead dad's bread. Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> All right. Do you want to talk about your thing first, Marshall? Jared has something to surprise us with for if we want to record two episodes. Sure. How, how do you want me to get into oh, it? Oh, we should probably introduce. Huh? Yeah, let's start by introducing the show, yeah. you dingus. I was so, hi, this is Sights Unseen. That's right. The show where we take your brains on a journey of the mind to explore video games we've played. What? Yes, I'm. I have aphantasia. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, so uh, everybody except for Marshall and people like sometimes when I close my eyes, I can't see. Yeah, everybody but Marshall and Jesse Cox can enjoy this show. This show. Yeah, Uh, I'm Sybil. (laughs) I'm Jared, and we have a guest on. Who are you? I'm Marshall, otherwise known as uh, Dungeon Daddy. Uh, mm-hmm. to my my tabletop game players, um, not your life coach online. There you go. That's probably the one. That's right. And That's what I was not the dungeon say. Daddy. You're fine. <laughs> we'll 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 link not your life coach in our show description. Maybe <laughs> I don't care. question mark. I mean, you haven't made any YouTube videos in a bit, but I mean, it's still there. It's I'm still there. You know, it's been. It's a couple months ago. Have you ever watched him okay. play that train game? More train game. It's a delight. Listen, I, I, I play House Flipper and I stream yeah, I saw and the I house upload Flipper. them to YouTube because my son really loves to listen to them. Like <sighs> when it comes on and I'm not home and that's adorable. That's cute. he's at his grandma's, they'll play those videos and he gets really happy. That's Aww. cute. Katie and I watched some of your House Flipper videos. We were just hanging out and I was like, oh, let's just do this. I haven't yet. I, I actually marked it. <laughs> I only record them 
for him uh, specifically <laughs> in case like I die or something. No, oh, that's nice. That's, that's everyone, what I thought, but everyone he, everyone else is a bonus if yeah. they listen. It'd be nice, right? Yeah. yeah. That's nice. All right. Well, Mars, it's good to good to talk to you, and it's good to hear. Yeah, I'll see you guys next time. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll a see great you. episode. Bye bye. No, uh, it sounds like you had a game that you brought that you want to tell us about, and as we typically like to do, we haven't played it, so this is great. Like we're all gonna be, we'll be learning something. Like as you, you described for us. us, is it Starfield? No, it's No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. Well, what's Same the difference? Thing. Who cares? Yeah, let me take you guys. <laughs> let me let me take all of you guys back on a journey. Oh boy! To August ninth, twenty sixteen. <laughs> wow, that's actually I forgot that's how long ago back. that was. That's so far back. I hurriedly went to GameStop at like midnight mm. and picked up No Man's Sky. I'd heard a lot about it. I was so excited. I had a journal. And in the journal, I, I was like drawing planets that I had made uh, or that I had found and uh, discoveries I'd made and coloring them in with colored pencils and writing about what the planets were like and what I'd seen. And it was like the most invested I've ever been in a game. I think even on launch, I played it for like three or four hundred hours. Dang. Jeez. Jeez. And that was back before when it was any of the updates. Yeah. Just, Way back in the day. And and it has received, God, at this point, what, seven years of free updates? Yeah, that's ample years. attention. It's been oh. crazy, and it, there's no sign of stopping. Really? They're still updating stuff now? And... Yeah, they're still wow. going. Holy Tons cow. of new content. Dang. And it's awesome. in VR, and I just bought a oh Quest my. 2 the other day. They're on sale for like 200 bucks right now for Black Friday. Ooh. Not to date the episode too much. Um, we do it all but the they're, time. They're on sale like 100 yeah. bucks off, so I bought one. That's pretty and good. And you can play No Man's Sky in VR. Awesome. Well, okay. Well, that's great. I love hearing about how excited you were to go get it when it first came out. Uh so paint us a picture when when you loaded up the game the first time what did you see so when you boot it up the first time you see this endless field of stars mm -hmm. and it starts like shooting you through and you can look around and see the different names of the stars and just fly through the cosmos Dang. You, um, would, you would say you see a star field Oh my gosh. Yeah, except that game was actually garbage. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. God, that was <laughs> terrible. Uh, <laughs> but you start with no memory of who you were. You've crashed on a ship hmm. uh, on a planet. Your life support is low. You have no supplies. Your ship is ruined. You have to go out and gather as much as you can to survive. Um hmm. And once you make it off the ground, um, you kind of fly around the planet. And, and these planets are life-size. Like, they're massive, procedurally generated structures, peoples, like everything. And when you first go to a structure, you have to, like, get some nav data and, and get some pulse drives and all that. And then you make it into space for the first time, and the music swells. And it's just this, like, ethereal experience as you 
move into the cosmos for the first time and you just get this this feeling that the world is so much bigger than just you i know it's amazing and when it first came out there were no like there was multiplayer but the odds of finding someone was so astronomically low yeah yeah i remember hearing about that there were at the start there were 15 quintillion planets oh my god <laughs> oh gosh you just you had know, to hope to r- randomly run into somebody out there. Exactly. It wouldn't happen. And it, it did happen finally after, I don't remember, I think it was a couple months after it started. People like spent months like trying to get to the same systems and then trying to find each other. Finally happened. Super cool moment. Uh, they didn't see each other. Nope. Uh oh. Multiplayer wasn't actually fully in the game yet. Despite no. what they Dang. Yeah, they gave a lot but of now like it, is. it okay. is now. Yeah, yeah. They gave a lot of promises beforehand that they didn't seem to really fulfill, but they've they've made good on it now. Yeah, I think they've made good on that like a hundred times over. Yeah. It's it's really a story of a game that went from like severely disliked and mostly negative reviews to overwhelmingly positive. It just took really a little nice. time. But uh, my favorite thing, just to get that story going real quick, my favorite thing about it is that first like month of playing it. Mm-hmm. The stories are all a little different now. They've added a lot of new narratives and viewpoints and everything. But when it first launched, there was really one big path, the Atlas path. And Artemis, I guess. But the Atlas path is what I'm going to focus on. Um in the Atlas Path, like you, when you first wake up, there's this like machine near your ship, and it pops this like red amorphous blob that mm. shapes into like spikes and spheres and all kinds of shit, and it just keeps repeating a number: sixteen, 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 mm. and it's urgent. And everywhere you go, it just builds this mystery: what is the sixteen? It's referenced everywhere. Um, NPCs say it. Terminals oh. say it. It's everywhere. But then Weird. also the NPCs are constantly referring to you like, it's good to see you again. And you're like, who the hell are you? I, I just jumped into this system <laughs> from like 2,000 light years away. Like, who are you? That's weird. But everybody recognizes you. and uh, Or they recognize what you are, I should say. Ah. And... Um, as you continue, you eventually learn a little bit more about the Atlas, and it's like this god of the universe, except it's not. Many races worship it, one race detests it. Um, and you start to learn the lore ambiently. Like as you're exploring planets, you'll find like stones, uh, like monoliths and stuff that you can you can look through and and read the terminals on. And you learn that the Atlas is a supercomputer. And it created the entire universe. Oh, oh. And then you start to feel really like small, I guess. And the the computer eventually shows you the three races in this huge reveal. And I won't spoil everything, but this is pretty common knowledge now, seven years on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go for um, it. Yeah. If people don't know by now, are... they don't care. <laughs> Spoiler alert if you haven't played it seven years later. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Everybody says it's good to see you again in this iteration. The Atlas created you quite literally. 
to experience itself. Oh. You are essentially like an AI machine person. And and back in the day, you couldn't even see what you looked like, so you had no idea. Um, and they changed that a little bit lately, but mm. you you didn't know who you were, what you looked like, anything. And then you would suddenly learn, like, hey, this atlas created you to explore itself because in 16 minutes, the universe will end. The atlas will shut down. Oh. What? And it's <laughs> screaming and it's terrified. Oh, no. Like, there's random lines of code. There are, like, smashed keyboard, random text everywhere. There are, like, random lines and capital locks everywhere. 16, 16, 16. The Atlas is terrified of shutting down and what that means and losing everything it's built. And so it shot out millions of these travelers to go out and explore everything that it can before it's gone in this vain attempt to survive hmm. um, but then it goes way deeper you learn that the atlas was created on earth and that earth is real the atlas is is dying in the real world like through some like nuclear event or some kind of thing happening on earth is like dying and oh. there are 16 real minutes left oh which oh. translates to however long in the game jesus I basically I... It, it goes further. <laughs> it's it weirder. Whoa. This is new lore, but okay. uh, the company that made the Atlas created full dive VR. And uh, people's souls got sucked into them, essentially, Whoa. like their consciousness. So sword art and, online. <laughs> yeah. And and they're like your exosuit is apparent like the thing that you wear to keep you safe everywhere is apparently uh, one of those lost consciousness. And when it talks to you and tells you, like, you know, temperature level rising, acid protection falling, blah, 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 that's actually the consciousness of the person inside of it. Oh. I didn't know it's all of this. Cool. <laughs> this game is really scary and morbid. That's cool. It's, it's weird, like it. right? It and is. like you go into it and you're just like exploring and having a good time. And then suddenly all of these like universal truths just start raining down upon you. But the best part about all of that <laughs> is every time those reveals happen, the sound design is is amazing. <laughs> like, I, I don't remember the song. It may have been Asimov. I'm not sure. But like one of the first times you go into space, the music just swells and builds and builds and builds. And then it crashes as suddenly you leave the atmosphere and it's silent and it's eerie Ooh. and you're just looking around at the vastness of space just feeling infinitesimally small and then the music builds back up and builds and rises and then you see like the space station and then you see other planets and then you see like transmissions of ships going around you pirates attacking and it's like oh fuck that's really cool <laughs> that, like gave me chills Dang. Goosebumps. They really, uh, yeah. I like the whole idea of it, like, getting quiet when you get into space, because it's just, like, Because they silent. say space is quiet. Yeah. yeah, it's just, like, that feeling. That's, like, real life. That's really cool. I like that. That's fun. 
it's wild that it's just a game where it's like, hey, you're just exploring space. And then all of a sudden it's like, this is a simulation and the world is dying. And like, what the heck? I didn't know about any of that. That's crazy. <laughs> like, what? We want yeah. you, we want it, you to believe it. It's funny, too, because it, that's just the tip. Like, one of the more obscure things, I'll just leave it on this one. One of the more obscure things is uh, the creator of the Atlas was recreated in the Atlas. Oh. Because the Atlas was lonely. Oh. and it's forced to just live and live and live and uh they call him null and he is the reason that multiplayer exists oh because he found a way to like warp into this like mid boundary between the real world and the simulation i guess and then he was dipping into other iterations killing the traveler from that universe stealing their life and then moving on and on and on because he wanted to see every single planet and then he did and he went back to the atlas and the atlas was disappointed in him and he was just crushed would you say that the atlas shrugged (sighs) (laughs) but it like broke this boundary between the universes and like multiplayer came about that's cool a cool in-game explanation for why there's multiplayer. Yeah, because if there's anything that I always say games need more of, it's that they need to justify why I'm having fun with other people while I'm playing. <laughs> it's <laughs> very uh, important. It's actually, they just need more Eldritch Cosmic Horror, please. That's all I yeah, want. Yeah, that's what that's I want. Really, I like, yeah. That's really, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of Cosmic Horror <laughs> stuff. It's fun. <laughs> This feels like, yeah, I feel like Eldritch Cosmic Horror would actually feel a little safer because instead this is like human-made Cosmic Horror and it yeah. makes me feel unsafe. <laughs> oh, that's like, true. That's Mom, true. come pick me up. I'm scared. <laughs> I don't like this one. I would prefer in if it one was of like the... Cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> in one of the recent updates, they actually added the Star Wars battles, essentially. Like, like going down into the large freighter ships uh, with your starship and like shooting engines and shields and what? stuff like that. That's awesome. Yeah, like VR, like that. VR, No Man's Sky is insane. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, like, what's your are what are are there like types of planets or are they all just like completely mm-hmm. unique? Like, do they all do? Are there like certain sets that follow similar rules? like snowy yes. ones and stuff they at, at some point it feels like they want to add biomes to planets mm. but right now because there are 15 quintillion of them each one is kind of a singular biome i mean that's so kind of have how... one that's like high mountains and overly poisonous mm. or one that's like valleys and frozen or any combination of you know yeah anything that's kind of how planets in Star Wars works, it feels. I mean, each planet is just its own biome. Yeah. Rather than it's a lot all the planets having to justify moving, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Place to place. But also, like, it used to bother me because I was like, well, like, shouldn't all of these planets be a little bit more like Earth, where it's like, it's got a little bit of every biome, and then come to realize, no, it's because <laughs> Earth is like in the Goldilocks zone where it gets to have all these biomes. Like, in Star Most Wars, that's yeah. how it actually would be, where it's like, yeah, this planet's so far from the sun, it's just frozen all the time. Duh. Yeah. Like, it's like every, yeah, this, that's like how planets are This in real planet life. is still young and active, so it's just a molten lava planet. Like, yes, it hasn't solidified and cooled like Earth did, but it's like, okay, I guess that's fine then. This is how they actually would be. Yeah. Yeah. 
And they do a good job of like simulating that too. Like in the atmosphere, it'll be a little cooler on like super hot planets. But as you descend, you just start like melting. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's neat. They added like all kinds of animals everywhere, right? Like all kinds of strange alien like creatures that you can find, like randomly generated creatures, and you can like feed them. And if you befriend them, a lot of them you can ride and like have follow you around. And so like Aww. some people have like made these giant like griffins because you can like DNA sequence some stuff. Oh boy! Oh dang! That's and they cool. just fly around these planets. That's really cute. One like of my that. favorite things, unlike Starfield, you can actually fly to a planet from wherever you are. Yeah, oh, I was gonna yeah. say like you we don't were joking. Just fast travel. We were joking that this game is like Starfield, but I have heard that one of the major differences is cutscenes. Starfield yeah. is loaded with them. No pun intended. And uh, <laughs> ah, yeah. I, I was going to say, like, I watched a video about Starfield, about a guy playing it, and from what he said, he was, like, saying that Starfield got better after he beat it and started his second playthrough, but also, like, yeah. I don't want to buy a game that I have to put, like, <laughs> no. tens of hours into to start over and then start enjoying it. Like, that seems yes. a bit much. And the differences are, like, minuscule as well in mm. Starfield. Like, yeah. each playthrough is i don't want to spoil anything but like each playthrough has minor differences that don't affect things too much but sometimes they do like on yeah. your third or fourth one there's one that like really affects the story but again yeah. why do you want to sit here and play through like a hundred yeah. hours of a game to start getting to the cool parts yeah, yeah it seems a bit ridiculous he yeah like that video i got a lot of spoilers from it but it's like he talked about how it's like random iterations when you start over sometimes and there's like certain cool things that can happen in your playthrough but it's like one percent chance so it's like you have to play through it multiple times to like hope to find that and it's like that's that's ridiculous yeah i don't i don't know i know i know i know at least there are some that are scripted so i i don't know yeah. how how random they always are but i know like the first three at least tend to be the same for people mm. But beyond that, I have no idea. I just did not care. I was so let down. And it's like they're just wanting the modders to carry the game, and that's really, really sad. Yeah, that seems to be how they go with their games recently. Yeah, first you bite, you're like, oh boy, it's going to be like Skyrim in space. And then you're like, this is stupid. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah. That's, that's Bethesda is kind of like that. I kind of hate that they always make the comparison that it's like no man's sky and i'm like it's not there's nothing about it that's like no man's sky yeah it's not, it's not like an it. exploration game yeah it's, it's like a, a story-based game yeah like it's, it's an fps rpg that's like nothing like what no man's sky is no there's no survival mechanic either and that was scrapped like you can actually see like vestigial systems in starfield mm. from where they had survival stuff planned but they oh. cut it for full release. Boo. That's disappointing. I'm like, sure somebody will have, make like, a One mod, of the vestigial but... systems is the fuel. Like Every time it'll tell you you have enough fuel to make this jump because oh. there used to be a fuel mechanic. So it's like, now, now it's, it's not just... It doesn't matter. It's just always like, you have enough fuel. And it's like, yeah, I always yeah, do. I know that. Like, you don't need to tell right. me. I never run out. <laughs> That's really pointless. That's dumb. Whereas in No Man's Sky, if you don't have enough fuel, you can't leave the planet. <laughs> and if so... you don't have enough hyperdrive to get from one system to another you're stranded in this system yeah, fucking cool. figure it out 
Oh my gosh. And it's like, I'm sure somebody will make a mod that adds that stuff back into Starfield, but it's just like, that's dumb oh, yeah. that we but have to rely it, on that. Yeah, it shouldn't be. Or on... like a five year later survival mode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it would like, be, I don't know, it would be neat if like they had a system in No Man's Sky where it's like, oh yeah, you don't have enough hyperdrive, but like the nearest system is, uh, like only eight light years away so you just start like traveling just at sublight trying. speed and you leave your computer <laughs> running and like eight years later you make it to the yeah. next <laughs> that would be wild yeah that would be really neat <laughs> that would be neat i'm i'm sure there's plenty of people who would attempt to play the whole game that way but that would that would be there, there have been people who have tried um but i think each system is its own instance so i don't think you can like pulse drive between them oh sure which is good for your computer game console yeah yeah have to load the entire fucking quintillion planets (laughs) yeah i don't think uh any computers can handle that very well that's no man's sky though it's one of my favorite fucking games it is so good every time i play it i get sucked in for like a month or two at a time no i uh when it comes to games like that, it's like it sounds really fun, and I would like to play it, but it's just like I've I've said it before, but it's like it's too big. Like I, I, I'd get too distracted eventually and stop playing or something. It's like I can't do games that are that big. Yeah, I I, uh, I understand that. Yeah, that's why I'm not gonna get Baldur's Gate. I think we've already talked about that before, but it's like it's too big. There's too much to it do. It is a big game. Yeah, I still haven't finished it either. I I stopped like halfway through Act Two. Uh, I was oh, waiting. Gosh. They were gonna release um, in one of the upcoming patches. They were gonna rework some endings mm. and give a couple characters endings that are actually happy. <laughs> and I, I decided I would wait until those endings came out, and they're still not out. <laughs> oh my gosh, they're taking their time. Yeah, I I think I played through the start of that game though, like twelve times with different people. That's what I hear about from everybody. They're all like, yeah, I've played through the story of the game like multiple times with like people and like to see different it's things. It's fun. Every time is different. <laughs> Every time is it because everybody acts different, right? Mm-hmm. It'd be like playing Dungeons and Dragons and giving six groups the exact same starting scenario and you would get six wildly different results. <laughs> yeah, sure. Of course. That sounds awesome. It makes sense. Everybody keeps saying this game is like Dungeons and Dragons, the video game. I mean, that's what it's supposed to be. (laughs) Ah, game of the year. If you say so. It won like seven categories. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Name one. Uh, Best supporting actor, um, best story, best (laughs) RPG, game of the year. Did they already uh, put out the Game of, of the them. Year stuff? I didn't know they announced uh, it. I was, I was hoping I would say name one and you were just going to say Game Did of I the see? Year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Like, that's right. You just said that. <laughs> I didn't even know they gave out the awards already. I thought that was still the you can. Come. You can have sex with twin dark elves. You can have sex with uh, a bear. He, yeah, his name is Halson, all right? Okay. But yeah, that's No Man's Skies. It sounds fun. I like space stuff. Yeah. I like space yeah. battles. It's a lot uh, of fun. Yeah. 10 out of 10. They should do a Star Wars game like that, because I would enjoy that. Man, yeah. that, would be, that um, would be insane. Oh, what's? I got a question for you. Yeah. 
I have an answer for this for me, but I have a question for, <laughs> you, for you both. Okay. What is your favorite Star Wars game? Oh. Oh. Rut Row. That might lead us into our next episode. It might. (laughs) (laughs) It's a sequel. (laughs) Instead of answering that, since we just kind of did ominously, we should, you just tell us what's your favorite Star Wars game. Okay. (laughs) Um, My favorite Star Wars game is Blade and Sorcery in VR. Oh. With the Outer Worlds or Outer Rim. Outer Rim mod. Interesting. It adds like, I... lightsabers, blasters, Star Wars maps, characters, etc. The Force. I remember watching um, people play that on YouTube doing that dude, stuff. Dude, it's so cool. It seems really cool doing VR lightsaber. I think I remember murders. seeing somebody like using the Force and pulling someone towards them and just like slicing them up. And then they they just oh. kept cutting through people like butter. And I was like, this is why we can't have lightsabers in real life. Because people <laughs> would just be like, oh, this is psychotic. fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason why like the Jedi are so careful with them and they like they're peace. No, I, I'm not even say, like, kidding, you're not dude. Supposed to I, use this for fighting. I had a blaster on my hip. <laughs> I run up to an enemy grab him by the throat and just blast him in the head and i'm just like what am i doing jesus christ <laughs> you Gosh, crazy or, person? or like you could like um i i have like a cut off an enemy's arm right that holds their weapon and then he just puts his other hand up like oh don't hurt me so then i <laughs> then grab him by the throat that one. and, and you just punch him. him in the face oh my, oh my gosh. gosh wow so oh, mean man. yeah i'm gonna stick with my pokemon games thank you very much it's a good stress reliever. Yeah, yeah, I bet. I bet, yeah. Good workout too, doing all of it in VR. That's nice. nice. True, you have to do all the movement yourself. Cardio. It's an exercise. Yeah, Zowie. especially if you set up like a webcam and get full body tracking. Ooh, there you go. Awesome. Well, well, are we gonna talk about ours in the next one, or did you want to talk about? I think we should talk about ours in the next one. You can find out ours. Yeah, if you want to find out our favorite Star Wars game, tune into the next episode, which will probably be the week after this episode. Yeah, suckers, (laughs) idiots. This is how we get you to. This is called listener retention (laughs) ship. Yeah, we have it. We know what we're doing. Pros. All right, so. Let's see. Marshy, you want to give a, you got any plugs you want to give us? I guess we kind of talked about your YouTube channel already. Yeah. But go um tell us more. The only plug I've got is uh Chronicles of Ganesi. Um, yeah. We're not we're not really recording and streaming campaign 2. We're just kind of doing it ourselves. But campaign 1 is like all up on um podcasts anywhere you can find a podcast it's everywhere some yeah. of it's on youtube not all of it and we'll link that in the show though that's yeah, all i got yeah. really i don't really care It'll to be... have people follow me that's fine that's fine yeah that's we'll fine. Need more I people mean... in my life <laughs> <laughs> tabletop rpg if you're hearing this are hot right now so. forget you ever heard my name oh my god no clue who this is he, we, you want we'll, it'll be like completely reintroducing you next week it's like nobody will remember yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, because we like our guests to be fresh and hot when we bring them. Marshall's always like hot. Cut that! I don't. Guess. Oh my god. <laughs> I right, like uh, it fresh and hot. I like fresh and hot subs from. Uh, you have that on your I, soundboard. I prefer fresh and hot doms personally. Mm. 
That's what I'm going for. All right. Well, we've really ruined this one. So <laughs> Marshall really brings anyway, a vibe to the show great. that I didn't have before. But so thanks for tuning in to our last episode, folks. <laughs> yep. uh, I don't know, Sib. Do you have any plugs or anything? Uh, if we're ending this, uh, come find my new show oh. called Unsight's Scene. That's a joke. That's not oh. gonna be a real thing. That's that's a that's a fake. Don't listen to me. Uh, what do I want to plug? It's a podcast about your favorite eldritch entities. Yeah, Cthulhu. I don't know. I don't have any real Shit, good that's actually really good. That would actually be cool. That actually sounds like a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just going to plug my normal stuff. No, no, I'm going to plug something new. This is the longest I, plug segment. This is a very, I'm very bad at plugging. Uh, I'm going to, I don't like to plug the same things multiple times. I have something new that will be coming up. So just follow my social media and you'll know about it when it comes out. So it's a secret. Big plug. things coming soon. Yeah. Okay. Jared, what do you want to plug? You got anything? Uh, I have some horror fiction stories. Uh, go look up when it happens to you on SoundCloud, and you can hear me narrating some scary stories I wrote. And I promise I'm going to be doing more. I, <laughs> I'm not just saying that. I really I am writing more. He's got more coming. <laughs> I've been writing. They're good stories. I can I can confirm. I've heard a couple of them. Thank They're you, really pal. I think that's why it's taken me so long to get more is because I'm just too anal about, like, I'm too much of a perfectionist with writing the stories. Mm. So makes sense i've got a bunch of stories in limbo is that is that why you're plugging it yeah this will force me to this is gonna force my hand Mm -hmm. oh my gosh oh (laughs) i didn't hear the joke but i'll I'll hear it when i re-listen to this all right we're gonna stop this one here and yeah goodbye bye bye folks i'm sorry Not the worst. As long as you count it down, it's not too bad. Easy. All right. All right. Should we count it down? Yeah. Three, two, two, one. one. Oh, you can't count it down like that. We got to go like three. What the fuck? What? Okay. Whatever. I'm sorry. That's okay. You lead us in and then we'll count down together. Okay. I lead it in? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. All right.